Let's go again. Welcome to Oaken Bros Live. Oaken Bros Live. We should re revert that to evil. Oaken live Bros. backwards is evil. What are you Oaken, trying to say? Oaken Bros evil. What are you trying to say, bro? Do we have people tuning in? Because it's a yeah. big night tonight. We got eight black. Executive transport. Snow. Ten. No snow. Not yet. Not where we are. What's, What's up, up Julie? Julie? What's going on, everyone's mind? Elkin Bros live. We are live at 5.30 on the West Coast. 8.30. Good evening, Walter. Walter Napitas. I did this, Vault. What's up, What's Bob? Up, Bob. What's up, Sharon? Sharon. It's my honey. What's up, Bill? Hey, Bill. Welcome to the show. I hope you are alive. The show will be dull with Oaken Bros dead. But um, bum bum, rim shot. What's up, Alo? Anthony, Anthony Lepretti. Nice, Elias. What's up, Elias? Elias, walk with Elias. Does anyone tell you that from WWE? What does WWE stand for? It stands for walk with Elias. Alex and I saw that. We would scream it. I took Alex to WrestleMania. That was like one of the best nights of my life. What's up, Raquel? Yep. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Thanks for tuning in. Really appreciate it. This is a big night tonight. Pence and Kamala debating, and people are tuning into the Oaken Bros. I mean, Eric, this is huge. You know what we could do? I was thinking about it, but I really didn't want to go there. I could put the debate on, and we can do like a. I'm done. Thing. After that last fucking debate, <laughs> I am done. <laughs> Just like I was done with the news about, I'm oh, man, it's now about five and a half months where I'm just, I stop watching the news and right. I just feel great. You know, I don't know what's going on. I'll check Google news every once in a while. Deanna. Welcome. Hello. Just calling out to my wife. Yeah. I'm so, I cannot wait. It's like, we're like a month away basically, right? Less 29 days, 20, yeah. 29, 28 days, something like that. Raise your hand. If you can't wait for this election to be over. I'm raising a double hand. It's enough. It's enough. I can't take this enough. anymore. I can't. This. I feel like the month of we October. We just got to go one way or the other. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I don't I, care. I, I, it's, I, we just got to get the show on the road. The business to come back. For anyone that doesn't know us, we own a limousine service. I think you should do debate. What? Give us a topic and we'll, give, I'll debate yeah. my brother. Give, give, give us a topic. And don't make it like about Roe v. Wade either, right? Like yeah, we're no, not going to no, be political. No, poli no politics. We're not debate that. On we're the, not, we're who not played, smart enough for that. Who played better Madden or who played better Lord of the Rings, Battle for the Middle I mean, Earth? It's too. not even a question. I know. I won that debate, right? <laughs> I think a lot of people are tuning in because who the hell wants to watch these people? Well, Strong personality. What was it like growing up and youngest in the Oaken House? It's, you that's know a what? Question. That's, that's an awesome question, Julie, and I'll tell you. <laughs> you, you fly under the radar. Mom right. and I, Mike, I sucked out all the room. Yeah, Michael, out of the room. Michael would walk into a room and he had issues in high school. He had issues Everywhere. in college. He had issues Everywhere. with people, with girlfriends. He looked whole at me. The looked whole nine the, yards. What was the joke when dad would come home? Who looked at you today? Right. And me, I would just go play Warcraft. Warcraft 2. You know, not World of Warcraft. This was, you know, I would play Warcraft 2, go on AOL, and I would just, you know, kind of fly under the radar. Yep. Only time the shit hit the fan was when i took bartending lessons and i finished all my parents alcohol and and probably uh when i got caught cheating in college 
And what what did mom and dad tell you? Did they reprimand you when you got, when you got caught cheating? No, no. They're like, what did they right, say? How'd you come. get caught, you schmuck? Yeah, pretty much. How the hell did you get caught? <laughs> I cheated. I cheated all throughout high school and college. I cheated on every exam. I used to pay kids. I used to buy kids lunch to allow them to allow me to cheat off. Yes, of them. and I might. You know, this is my stage, and I'm going to say what I want. Anthony's 100 correct. I was ranked. Oh, gosh, I was ranked seventh in the world at Warcraft Two. Yeah, my claim to fame. I was a gamer. I should, man. I, I'm telling you, it comes up all the time. I really want to stream. I want to no be a gamer. No one's interested in us now. They're gonna watch you play. Maybe they're gonna watch you play Warzone and lose consistently. Maybe. How long have we been playing Warzone now for? About three months. We haven't come in first place yet. Oh, it's pretty hard. It's brutal. Your son just ruins every game. Well, we answered that. I'm glad we can help, Julie. I'm glad we can entertain. Ask us anything, but no no politics. We should debate the reality that could be Back to the Future and time travel. It was a great movie. Best movie ever. That's my second favorite movie of all time behind There Will Be Blood. Back to the Future. Yeah, you know, I was watching that. Well, I was watching Infinity War. No, no, not Infinity no. War, Endgame. Endgame. I, was wa- I was watching Endgame and uh, Ant-Man. Paul Rudd was saying, you know, how time travel worked. And then Robert Downey Jr. was like, no, that's not the way time travel works. That when you go in the past, when you time travel, your future self actually becomes your past self. Oh, wow. So it's, it never ends. It's- right. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a continuation of time because... By that assumption, then all realities exist at the same time. Well, what I learned from that uh, from that Kim Russo interview is that when you're over there, when you're on the other side, when you cease being in this body, um, you can manifest anything you want. And the idea of you know you can go in any time, anywhere throughout history and be that person. It's kind of like Quantum Leap. Who who who's a Quantum Leap fan back in the back in the eighties? I was like that was before that was before my time. Scott. Back out, I'm probably butchering his name. My 80s fans out there would know. But Quantum Leap was just an Bacula, Scott Bacula. He that was an amazing show. In every episode, he was just somebody new. So we have a new question here. It's Tammy. What signs are you and how great was it to meet Kim Russo? I am a Capricorn. And I don't know what that we don't know what that means. Like I don't know what Yeah, I'm, yeah, we don't we don't follow that, but I do. I'm a strong, Gemini. Strong, silent type. I don't know. I'm a Gemini. Gemini. I'm a two-faced, psycho, obsessive, compulsive. I'm a Gemini, May 26th. Yeah, and Kim Kim was awesome. As, as a matter of fact, if you guys haven't checked out that show, Mandatory. check out check out the Kim Russo show. It was an hour and a half. We sat on the phone. We sat on this platform with two Kim and a half hours for two and a half hours afterwards, and she was... She reading us like yeah she, yeah she was just she was knocking out of the park and it was a real treat to meet her um really blessed that that we were able to become friends with her and um you know she said it was the best interview that she's ever had we swapped cell phone numbers like we're on like a texting basis with her and i actually introduced her uh to someone that represents me on the west coast because she was looking for new representation so um they're going to be talking which was just amazing that i could help out kim russo get you know representation yeah. well you know as the conversation went on it was very clear as to why we met because oh, yeah it was, a it was it was it was just mutual that we could help her 
she could help us. It was Kismet. And yeah. Yeah. And that's just that's just the way the universe works. But Kim was awesome. And if you guys are tuning in and you're into medium and mediums and psychics, we've also interviewed Thomas John. Um, and that was a great show. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It was a it was a great show. And he went actually a little smart bit guy. More, really yeah, smart he, guy. He went more in depth on the, what the afterlife, yeah. what what it's like and whatnot. So it was it was a really great show. Yeah. I'm trying to get a reading with Kim Russo. She was awesome. Thanks yeah. for tuning in, Tammy. I'm just looking here. Um Mark, who has been your biggest influence in your life? I mean, our parents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like that's the, that's the, that's the kind of like canned response that our parents are. Yeah. Um, but the person who changed my life was Anthony Robbins. When I, when I did personal power too, um, which I highly recommend to everyone who ever wants to help any avenue of their life, whether it's their health, their wealth, um, their mental, emotional states, Anthony Robbins was by and large, um, the most pivotal 30 days I've ever done anything uh, for self-help wise in my right. entire life. Yeah. I'm just looking through here. Yeah. Um, for me, m you know, like modern day would definitely be Gary V Gary Vanderchuk. Um, just his ethos and his philosophy on life. Well, I don't agree with everything. I agree with a lot of it. What and, don't you agree with, with him? Um, like sports cards. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I guess I agree with a lot of what he says. I may not like a lot of the things that he does. Like I have no desire to go to, you know, a garage sale and flip things, but I get what he's saying that he's making things accessible for people. And, you know, this day and age, you like, if you want more, if you want more money, if you want more things, you have to have multiple gigs. And I feel like that's, that's what I've learned this year. Is that, you know, especially with COVID and stuff like that, you got to have multiple stuff going on. You can have a day job, you can have a night job and, and you can have your passions of whatever it is and whether you want to stream gaming or you want write to books. write books or you want to babysit kids or you want to help people or work in charity, whatever it is, life's too short not to do things that make, make you, you happy, happy, make you happy. Right. I couldn't have said that any better, Eric. Thank you. Just looking here at the comments. So, Capricorn's always strive for the top. I like that. He definitely does, ladies and gentlemen. Eric is definitely. What's up, big Hello, Trav. Travis? Travis, you should be gaming Warzone right now. Travis, we still haven't come in first place. The highest ever was third. <laughs> That's how horrible we are. Most embarrassing moment. You don't have to answer that. Embarrassing moment. When I was in elementary school, um, you know those scooters that you have to sit on and it's in gym class and you have to like sit on it on, on your tush and then you have to kind of crawl there in like a relay race type thing. On Like you're on your back and you have to like kind of go like that. I had a big split in my sweatpants. I never knew that. Yeah, huge big ass split. And that was the days of when you wore tidy whities you know, like just old school tidy whities That was pretty embarrassing. Come on, bro. Most embarrassing moment. This is a horrible story. 
this is an don't, awful, don't get too graphic i don't know i don't know where i won't i don't know what, I, I don't know what you're going I, this at. is a horrible story this is one of the most embarrassing things i'm ever going to say and it's probably going to haunt me later on in life but people this is the this is, this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me i was i was turning um my i'm turning red <laughs> uh i was i was turning uh 18 or no i know it was 21 it was 18 or 21 whenever whenever you can get into a strip club i don't know so i guess that's 18 okay <laughs> and mike rapaport um Stuart hornick kevin our uncles well, mike rapaport was my our parents former partner from los angeles correct Stuart is our uncle right Go ahead. Um, so they were going to take me out. It was for my 21st birthday because I was able to, I was able to drink. Okay. Um, oh no, no, it wasn't. It was my 18th. I think it was my 18th birthday. I don't remember. I don't remember, but I remember this night. Like it was yesterday. Unfortunately, this Sharon, is, Sharon, if you want to go give the kids a bath and just put the phone down and you can listen to this. Later, this is the fine. clip for LinkedIn, by the way. Is the, no, it's not. This is going to make us. <laughs> <laughs> so I was out with Mike Rappaport. I was out with Kevin, who's our uncle. And I was out with Stuart Hornick and I, think kushner was there um, no no uh no he wasn't because mike rapaport was there um nick, nick veretos i, I want to say was nick there. nick may have been there so we went to a strip club where this gentleman named pablo worked and pablo used to work for Stuart and kevin at the hardware store so he got me into this strip club and there was a it was and i was sick as a dog my tonsils were touching each other my parents thought it was nerves that i was just nervous to go to a strip club and uh, Stuart and Pablo and Kevin and Mike were screaming and hollering and, uh, they were drinking. And I tried, I was the first night I, first and only time I've actually ever tried tequila that I know of that I ordered tequila and, uh, they, they got me a lap dance and, um, I, I was so sick. I, my throat was hurting and I was drippy and all this stuff. And, um, this girl named Chloe, I'll never forget that name. <laughs> Her name was Chloe. And she, uh, she came to give me a lap dance. And then, you know, like all lap dancers do, they, they grab your face and they stuff it into their chest. And as she did that, um, she released my sinuses <laughs> and I had a avalanche, like a fucking, I'm sorry for cursing, <laughs> like an avalanche of snot go all over her chest. And, and everyone, and as she's pulling away, <laughs> as she's pulling away, the snot is being pulled off of her chest. <laughs> Rappaport, Kevin couldn't see, uh, and Stuart lost it. Um, Pablo lost it, and you know that was that was that, probably the most embarrassing thing that's that ever wins. happened. To me. And that and wins. she went on stage and she got a napkin and she wiped herself off, and um, that yeah, that was the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me. But it, you know, just don't go to a strip club when you have a sinus infection. And I had a, I was it was in it was in high school, so I must have turned. Oh my god, it was when I got my driver's license because I drove them home that night. That's when it was. When I turned 17, that's when it was. I just replayed the events in my head. But yes, it's not on a stripper's chest. Yeah, we're getting <laughs> we're getting some laughs here. That's the absolute truth. It's, it's like the exactly what happened. Oh, Dector. <laughs> Apparently for yes. She, yes she did for, for me. Her name was Chloe. We were in Jackson Heights. It was this disgusting little tiny strip club. I'm sweating like a pig right now that, that, that Pablo used to, that Pablo ran who used to work for my uncles and he got us in. <laughs> it is a 100% true story. Yes. It was demonic and it was horrible. Yeah. It was, that was the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me in my life. That was good. This, that, that was a good one. You beat me. Mine yeah, was like, I hope, that's the, I hope that's not the LinkedIn <laughs> clip, you know? You know, yeah, only, but yours only if I do it that way. Yeah, but no, yeah, my, was, my, mine was pretty tame. But that was a great story, Mike. Yeah, no, that the absolute truth. 
uh, I hope that's so. not held against me at some point later down the road, but I just don't care. But yes. So what else you got, guys? How's everyone doing out there? Yeah. How's, how's everyone doing? How's, how's business, business, everyone? You guys yeah. busy? Not just in the limo industry, yeah. but you know. in, in, your, in your world. And because we're trying to scroll back here. It's the ability to enjoy Peter Luger's. It is a it is a shame, Bob. That post that I made, the top ten steakhouses, best steakhouses of all time, has so much legs, and I put it on LinkedIn too. And um, I believe that Peter Luger's in Brooklyn is the best steakhouse on planet Earth. And people are asking me like, "Where's Morton's?" And I'm like, I give the, like the, like that nauseous face. <laughs> I hate Morton's. Well, you know, I never had a good meal at Morton's. New York is definitely like. The steakhouse, Vegas, the, the steakhouse capital of the world. I mean, Vegas, nah, ha- Vegas has a little bit of everything, but I just feel like just when you make the list, like just Del Frisco's, Peter Luger's, Smith and Walensky, the Palm, the Palm, you know, like it all originated here. It's just, and each of them are different and each of them are great in their own special way. Yeah. Yeah. And I had Wolfgang's on that list, but I know that one of the guys from Wolfgang's left Peter Luger's and started Wolfgang's and it's just, it's a knockoff. What were your luckiest moments? That's a good question. I'll start that. Go ahead. I'll start that. Eric's 21st birthday. It was me, Scott Shear. I think Mitch, Sammy, and Neil were there. And I think Greg was there. I'm not 100% sure. But I know Scott was definitely there. And Eric and I went to a craps table. And Eric rolled the dice. Was it you that rolled the dice? Or I rolled the dice? Then you rolled the dice? Oh, yeah. I want to say, uh, it was Was it my 21st birthday? I think it yeah, 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 you were definitely. Yeah, it was your twenty first birthday because we went to light afterwards. We got into a handicap yeah. van. We took a Kelly from a handicap van <laughs> because there were no limos available, and we went to uh, light at the Bellagio for your twenty first birthday. And we played craps at Luxor while Scott and Greg were getting changed upstairs. Do you remember that? I think Neil was with yes, us. Yes, yeah. I think yeah. Neil and Mitch. I don't remember that was. Yeah, that was one of our. That was one of our best runs we've ever had. We played. Well, that I was like. What, I want to say that was one of our first runs. That like we started like getting into the jive of of it was three hundred bucks. That's all we took with us for the entire trip was three hundred bucks, and we put down three hundred dollars at a craps table. And Eric and I, for the amount of time it took Greg and Scott to go change, we each won. No bullshit. Not trying to brag. We each won twelve thousand dollars in about thirty minutes at a craps table. So that is an absolute true story. No, we couldn't do anything wrong. That was one of the luckiest moments of my life. Have we been to Maestro's in LA? We had a reservation there. What was that place that we went to that we didn't, that was good? Catch. Catch was there last time. We've been, to, we've been to Arroyo Chop House. The Arroyo Chop House in Pasadena was one of the best steakhouses we've ever been to. But we haven't been really into like um, WeHo and everything. Yeah, no. I, I think, think Maestro's is in WeHo. We were going to go to Maestro's um, for the March trip in LA. We had it planned. We were going to take out a travel office to go to Maestro's, and it got canceled because of COVID. I knew that name sounded familiar. Right. Thanks for listening, Dector. Dector, I got some good news on one of my uh, no cows back here. The states from the west. That's very true. I'm telling you, Vegas, New York, New York does it right though. Got New York's the experience. Got a good question here from Willie. FYI, everybody, Willie, share your TikTok handle on here so everybody can subscribe to your TikTok channel. Uh, Will makes amazing cooking videos on his TikTok channel. But this is a good question. How scary was it to take over BLS? First, 
I don't want to say we actually took over BLS yet because we're working with our mom. We're working with Kevin. Um, and it wasn't scary at all. This is what we've been yeah. prepared for our entire lives. COVID-19 is much scarier because of the uncertainty. Well, and um, I always and, thought yeah. that the, I always thought the year that my fa our father would pass away was in 2018, that it would be the worst year of our life. And it wasn't. It was sad and we grieved and it was horrible it was a, that we lost our friend. It was a um, long time coming, though. It was a long time coming. We were prepared for it emotionally and mentally. But um, when he passed, it was a, it was also a blessing because he was in so much pain and misery. Uh, but to take over BLS, and, honestly, and William, I it was I was thrilled. It was I just so excited. I just want to say for anyone that's listening that doesn't know our background, that may just know us from an interview that we've done or something, we own BLS. It's a global car service. We drive executives, celebrities, corporations. Jonathan Dector. Jonathan Dector. Jonathan Dector. We just blew our confidentiality clause. We did. It's okay. Um, he and... sold plenty on Facebook and LinkedIn. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that that's our day job. That's what we do. And we started this podcast to kind of promote BLS. That was like the first thing that we wanted to do. Pull back the curtain, not promote yeah, BLS. Yeah, to pull back the curtain on who we were because our mom and dad, our dad especially, was a very, very private person and he would not allow us to be on social media. He thought it was stupid. Chili Willy 22 on TikTok. on TikTok. Everyone go go watch Chili Willy. He and makes just, amazing food. And I just want to say, when are we going to do the Jonathan Dector and Marilyn and Marilyn Hornick? <laughs> you just made Marilyn's night, Jonathan. <laughs> when are we going to? I think we, we have it on tap, I think, for the end, end of October. End of October. We're going to get Marilyn and JD on. Yeah. That's exciting. That was good. That was really good. It's nice that Kim confirmed how wonderful the other side is. Yeah. And you know, it's like, amazing. and like we're, we're on a mission. We want to interview every well-known celebrity psychic and we've got Thomas John. We've got, uh, obviously Kim Russo. We, we have George, George Anderson. coming. We up. have George Anderson on tap. We have Glenn Dove on tap. I would love to get John Edwards. You know, he's, he's massive. And I think, I think we'll be able to, but just learning from these people, it's such a calmness because they're, they all say the same thing, right? And then they read you and they know things about you that no one knows. And it's just an unbelievable experience. But yeah, a large portion of our shows are going to be revolving around mediums and psychics because we love it. Right? What are you smiling? It's exciting. I was just thinking of the story and then Matthew laughing. You know, Matthew was <laughs> Matthew was a little baby about when... Uh, and I realized now that I was the designated driver. That's the only reason why they took me out that night. Sloan Bella. Sloan Bella. Gonna write that down. Gotta look her up. I'm gonna save it in my browser. I've never heard of Sloan Bella. Is she any good, Tammy? Yeah, we'll interview anyone that you know can connect you like to the other side and allow you to grow spiritually and emotionally. Psychics have been such a huge part of our lives, you know, and our mom now is a medium. And we'll be on business calls with people. She doesn't even know these people from home wall. And, and she reads them. She's reading them. And and the names that she comes up with, the foods that their grandparents made them. It's, it, you know. Come on, Jonathan. You need a thousand likes to get me back. <laughs> Dector, man. We're, we're working on it. We're working on it. We're almost there, man. We got a hundred subscribers in the last what, Eric? Three days or from something? that kit from the definitely our most popular 
show was the Kim Russo interview and yep. just, you know, it was just because she shared on her Facebook and her Instagram and, and, and it was amazing. So. Yeah, I'm just reading here. It's all good. Yeah, good she does. Good. She does interview. So, yeah, I, ha I have her Facebook. I'll, I'll reach out to her. Thank you, Tammy. The debate starts in six minutes. Give us something to debate about. Yeah, give us something good to debate about, guys. Who the hell wants to watch hamburgers you know, or hot dogs? Hamburgers. There's paprika and hot dogs, and I can't have paprika. Is it paprika or paprika? I don't know, bro. It's a nightshade. I can't have it. I got more allergies testing. See that? Nothing's going to help you, Mike. You got to push up that little hunk of thing over there. What? Nothing's going to help you try and flex. No, no, I, I know that. I gave up. You're trying really hard. Ago. I was trying really hard, but it, and I can't impress anybody with that. But yeah, what did I get tested Pap for? Paprika. paprika. I was calling it paprika. What did I get tested for? I got tested with my daughter on Monday for chicken, which I tested positive for, sweet potato, which I was really allergic to, and um, and I was eating sweet potato every day this summer, and that's been like cut out. And what was that other food? Sharon, what was the third food I got tested for? Olives, green olives, which was actually pretty low. I still tested positive for it, but it was very low. So I've been eating olives all week. I've been enjoying it. And my daughter is like TNCs versus. Is it even a debate, Bob? I mean, yeah, there's no, that's not even a question, Bob. TNC for the people not in the know um, is transportation. They're rideshare companies. Rideshare companies. It's, it's Uber, Lyft versus a BLS or you know. just going to say there's no way that those drivers are wiping down their cars in between rides. They're not fumigating it. They're not keeping it clean. Zero out of 10. In my opinion. Yeah, I agree. There's really nothing to debate about that though. But yeah, I'm just waiting for the uh, thing. Do you again. hear that because someone's FaceTiming my kids and this computer's connected to my kids. I don't Do hear, hear anything. That? No. Do you hear that now? Yeah. But not in not in your headphones. Yeah. I'll be on like a Zoom call. Will your, your kids, kids take, over? take over BLS in the future? That's the plan. Absolutely. Every every day at dinner, you know, like one of the, the first thing that I that we do in the morning is we we all call each other Michael, my mom, Phyllis, and Kevin. We call each other and we go over the bank. And then every day at dinner, my my daughter always asks me, Daddy, how much money in the bank? And you know what I always tell her? Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the intention is for the kids to take over. We've been grooming them since they were young and we're grooming them now, just how our parents groomed us, where we make it fun. We make them part of the conversation and uh, they love it. They love the we idea of their, it. We ask their opinions and um you know, we just, we tell our kids uh, if there's anything else they want to do, um, you know, please go follow your dreams. But if you do want to come into the family business, that's the option we give them. And my children, um, their job before COVID, my son was the VP of food and beverage at BLS. He was always, uh, he was stacking the, uh, the soda machines in the uh, office when he didn't have school. And my daughter would come and help. So she was the uh, assistant manager. Yeah, my kids would shred paper. They would... Hallie would come to the office and start dialing everybody's extension and ask them what they were doing. Yep. So yeah, no, we get them involved young and you know, I'm very, Michael and I 
are very proud that we're in a family business. Very, very proud that we're in a family business. It's a huge part of our identity. And I think that gives us a huge, a huge advantage in our industry because it's a family business and we treat our employees and we treat our customers like family. Like family. And, you know, and it's it's the best when it's just so interweaved into your life because then you just get to give the best service possible. Interwoven or interweaved? Inter whatever is it interweaven or interwoven don't ask me i'm not the, I'm, not the I'm not the right i'm not the writer no i know you know when but. you're writing a book you need to like like have google up because google helps you instantaneously so how'd they do it 30 years ago <sighs> don't even ask a thesaurus yeah probably that's very cool john i like it I got to tell you, Joel Silver said that to my mom about me. Okay, I was I was pitching ideas to Joel Silver when I would pick up the phone, Mister Silver. I was I was a little kid when he would call, and uh, he told my mom when he's done with college, send him out to the West Coast, and 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 give him to me. She didn't, <laughs> but uh, you know that was always a dream. It was always a dream to get into entertainment. But yeah, Hallie's got a cool job at Voltage. It's Haley. My, my daughter's Hallie. H-A-L-L-I-E. But everyone yeah. calls her Haley. Everyone calls her Haley. Yeah. It's like Hallie, Hallie Berry. That's right. My little supermodel. And what else we yeah. got, guys? You got more comments or you're just staring into space? I'm just staring into space. I'm tired. You know, I was aggravated yesterday. Yeah, you were not in good space. Um, you know, we had an issue like right before we went to bed where I had to like write a detailed email and then that got me all hyped up. And then the president tweeted about how he wasn't doing, you know, he called off negotiations for the PPP and it just, it put me in the worst mood and I didn't sleep great last night. I think the debate started. So expect people to just fall off and listen to the bullshit slinging. God, whatever. I mean, yeah, Bob signing off. See you later, Bob. Later, Bob. Thanks for coming on, man. We'll be here again next week unless we get a better offer. That's what Kevin says. I'll see you tomorrow unless I get a better offer. <laughs> so far, no offers have come. So did the comments just absolutely stop since no, the debate there, started? There's, there's people here. We got. There's got to be people. If you weren't at BLS, what do you think you'd be doing? Hmm. I don't know. If I wasn't as close with my family, um, I would have moved out west and I would have done everything I could to be in the entertainment industry. You know, I wasn't very good in school. So if I didn't have a family business to go into, um, I was probably going to become a chef. Really? Yeah. I always kick that because I, I wasn't academic and I wasn't, right. ha I wasn't handy. No. Right. Well, I, couldn't neither of us were. I, could, yeah, I couldn't be a plumber or electrician. And, um, mean ribeye, what? Yeah. Sure so, you know, mean I can ribeye. cook, but yeah, I would, I would have learned how to cook. Yeah. You I know? would have done everything in my power. I mean, like I was never going to leave Eric and I was never going to leave my mom yeah. or it was, it was, you know, ingrained in me. I, I couldn't leave them. Um, but if, if we weren't close and you know, like my parents were pushing me to go and make a career for myself, I would have moved out West. I would move to LA 30 years ago.
insurance. Listen, everybody needs insurance. Every other commercial on TV is for insurance. They, must, like, be, they must be making a fortune. The flow, the Limu Emu. I can't stand those commercials. The Geico commercials. It's the it, world you know, cannot exist without insurance. That's for certain. And unfortunately, when you need the payout, very rarely do you get it. Well, but that's just the way that the way that it is. Insur- insurance. You is can't like- get you can't get proper licensing without insurance. And then need the insurance. They say, oh, that's not covered. Right. So what a business. That's, well, I'll <laughs> tell you a classic story. Uh, Kevin and Carolyn, our aunt and uncle, their house was hit by um, a hurricane and by half of their cabinets Sandy, were, yeah. were Sandy uh, and half of their cabinets were destroyed in the hurricane. And the insurance company would only pay for half of the cabinets because not all the cabinets were destroyed, although the entire cabinets were destroyed. Right. But they all had to be replaced. But they all had to be re- replaced. Exactly. So insurance. Good for you, Tim. Yeah. Jonathan, I don't, I'm not touching this with a 10 foot pole. We just like Trump more pre or during. That's the debate. Listen, Dector, you know, he, he's got a point. And I, uh, um, I don't know. I really don't even want to touch this, but he is on the left coast and I am making my way into, into that territory with my books and screenplays. So, uh, I'm not happy with his response. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Eric isn't either. Our business really suffered and I, I think, just, he, you know, I, I think he could have done more. I, I just want things to go back to normal. I know things are never going to go back to the way that they were, but I just want some semblance of normality in, in business, right? Like, Normalcy, you know, yeah. I want to go out to dinner. You know, and I want to go to a steakhouse with my family on a Saturday night. And like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel I feel cheated yes. through COVID. And I'm not blaming the president or anything like that. Um, I feel cheated because it's it's it sets up back. It sets us back. It set me back so much. We had plans, you know, we I were opening to, in London. Yeah, we want, want to open London. I wanted to move, you know, and just it's, it's kaput. You know, it's 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 not going to happen right now. And, and, and it's such a shame. And, and I resent it. I resent it a lot. You know, we you you work you work your ass off. But with that in, with that in mind, I feel like there is a silver lining to everything. And hopefully in 5 years this will be a distant memory and everybody will be back on track. We survived 9/11, we survived the great recession, we survived the writers strike, we survived everything and we'll, we'll, we should be surviving COVID. And I, I really do believe that, uh, like my friend John said today to me, he said, it's after the election, it's all, it should calm down because we won't be able to sustain this, um, as a company, as a country, as an economy into next year, if this is going to keep going on and there's no vaccine and, and, and there's more fans, uh, flaming the fires, uh, from the media, you know, and, and I think that once the election is over, um, I think the media will calm down and it won't be such a big thing because it did calm down in the middle of the summer with the protests. You know, no one was talking about COVID. It disappeared. Um, and then, you know, after the riots and the protests and all that stuff, it went, um, you know, it, 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 they flamed it back up. So Tammy makes a good point that this did stop a lot of things. And yeah, we sure. always, you know, as hard as it is, you always have to look at the bright side. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, it's just, it, it sucks, you know, and, and it, it back in February when this happened, I was on the call with all of our, te- you know, with all the different team members of BLS and I'm like two weeks, 
three weeks by by april this thing will be done with yeah by, by easter we're gonna be going back to work but man april was brutal april and may were horrible this isn't a conspiracy channel but i agree with you 100 percent, tim wait wait I wait, think... wait wait. i want to read this what happened to vape lung what happened to vape lung we haven't heard anything about vape lung since covid hit are they the same did you you didn't read about that mike remember yeah. remember like late last year they were making all news announcements about how these people with uh yes, people that would smoke vape they would have you know uh, terrible lung conditions and that they would die and stuff like that. Why, why don't we talk about ISIS anymore? No, 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 Mike. You're not getting the point. The point of what Tim is trying to say was that vape thing, COVID. Was that just early? Oh. Was that early COVID because it was all the same? Um, so. It was know. all the same things as what COVID is with the vape lung. I mean, maybe. Maybe that that's an incredible conspiracy theory. Top yeah. 10 conspiracy theories of all time. JFK assassination. We never landed on the moon. No, I'm not going there. The travel industry is done. I don't believe that. It's it's not going to be the same for quite some time. It's not going to be the same, but guys, we survived the plague. All right? We survived recessions. We survived food lines where people were starving. We survived the Spanish Inquisition. Like, you know, I never such thought we were getting times. I never thought we were getting out of 9/11. Right, I never thought we were getting out of nine eleven. When that, when those planes hit, the the world was done. The world was over. We were attacked, and what happened? The economy boomed again. We're gonna be back. It's gonna be different. There I think be... you're gonna have a lot of limousine services that are that are not going to make it out of this. A lot. I think a lot of travel suppliers in general, Correct. from ca car rental yep. to chauffeured car to tra travel management companies, TMCs, airlines. I think there's gonna be a lot in the fallout. But I don't think it's done. No. I, you know, I said this on a, um, I said this, I think, on a podcast yesterday. It's going to be airing, but I'm going to say it again. I read an article. It was when gas prices hit 4 and $5 a gallon. I think that's when Bush was president. Mm -hmm. And exactly, Tim, we will survive COVID. We survived cholera outbreak of 1816. Yes, people, yes. Oh, unless, that's it. Unless we're in Mad Max territory now. Which, by the way, Mad Max took place in 2021 travel business is booming in my tourist town yeah leisure travel is red hot right now yeah. people are pent up that they want to go out and and they what was they i lost my train of thought i lost my train of thought i started reading what was i going to say before that i said it on the uh on the podcast yesterday with mike what's up sorry i, I was reading comments yeah i don't even remember it couldn't have been that important you'll hear mm -hmm. it on uh you hear it on the podcast we have an upcoming podcast with uh Mike McCormick, Mike McCormick Sunday at 8 p.m. Yeah, Sunday 8 p.m. Eastern. Eastern uh, we interview Mike McCormick. He is the founder of a new uh, company, no, a new nonprofit he started, which is called uh, Travel Again. The travel travel Tammy, again travelagainproject.org. Click on Tammy's comment where she said ISIS. Click on that. Where is that? It was on my YouTube. ISIS. Yes. I was terrified of ISIS. I was terrified to cross a bridge. All we talked about was ISIS coming to this country and 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 attacking people and blowing up restaurants and the terrorist attack with Eagles of Death Metal in France. You don't. We don't even talk about it anymore. We don't even talk about ISIS anymore. It's like, are, are they done? Did they disappear? Were they disbanded? If we survive the elections, we'll be good. 
this next 25 days, Ken, is going to be gnarly. The final like bad dip of the roller coaster. You know, I saw this TikTok where um, this guy did it when Trump got COVID. And then he was, you know, that he was acting with himself. And he was like, oh, you know, Trump has COVID. And he's like, oh, my God, really? And then he starts talking as a newscaster. But, you know, we don't know if he has it and if he doesn't have it. And then he and then he just starts crying because it's like it's just so overwhelming. This year was so overwhelming. And I don't think I'm being exact. I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Everything about it was so overwhelming and the hits just keep on coming. And I might add for all of those people that believe in psychics and mediums, we were forewarned about this. Oh, yes. We were, we were told last year by George 20, Anderson, by George Anderson, 2020 was going to be uh, a, our, a, a hard, gnarly year. And the hits are going to keep on coming. Our dad came through in my reading in November 2019. Our father came through Sharon and me. We went to George Anderson and he said, this is not the first time I'm hearing it. I could actually pull it up right now because I transcribe every reading that I go to. And George Anderson, my dad said, you better buckle up for next year because it's going to be turbulent. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it's an election year. You know, of course, it's going to be turbulent. Some people want Trump. Some people was going to want whoever the Democrat nomination was going to be. So I kind of did it to that. And then when COVID hit, I was like, oh, this is what he was talking about. And the scary part is, the scary part is, I did a follow-up reading with George Anderson in June. And my dad came through again. And he said, you ain't seen nothing yet. He said, the worst is yet to come. So it's now October. And he said, it's, it's just this year. He said, next year is not going to be a great year, but it won't be as bad as this year. Yeah, I think next year is just going to be a ramp up for 2022. You know, just things are going to normalize for 2022. I certainly hope so. Who the hell knows? I have a bar mitzvah to plan for next year. I don't even know if we're having it at this point. You know, Sharon, what do you think? You think we're having the bar mitzvah? I am a big, big, big conspiracy theorist. My book. Shameless plug, Monsterland is all about the mother of all conspiracies. Which is going offline, it, right? It's going it, offline. You can't buy it now. Oh, so it's okay. off already. It's off. It's offline. Yeah, so sorry, good, guys. Yeah, you can't buy Monsterland now for good for good reason. We're re- he's rewriting. Sorry. There's there's some big things happening with Monsterland. It is unavailable now. So but your conspiracy theories, I, mean, I believe listen, in it. Listen, listen, listen. You can't. There's you so can't much go, fun. You can't, you can't go too cuckoo, right? But what if it's all re- like? What if it's true? I was just watching this guy. He wears a cheese hat on TikTok. I, I by the way, I love TikTok. Greatest platform uh, on the face of the planet. And he he's saying how there's two suns. People have been taking pictures that there's two suns, and it's not a sun. It's actually another planet, and it only comes around every four thousand years, and it's filled with lizard people that. <laughs> That are going to come and help what, us. By the way, that's what, Mosh Land, the, that's what Moshland Four is about. By the way, the lizard and, people and and they were going to come and the lizard people come to help us against the Illuminati. So All right, like yeah, th- that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, no, I do believe in conspiracy theories. As a writer, every book I've ever written, every book I've ever read is technically a conspiracy theory. You did right, right Amy. Right, we the are book. watching Moshland. Yeah, it's not my Monsterland. That's Monsterland on Hulu. No, I think she's just talking about the world. But no, I think she's. Are you watching Monsterland on Hulu, or or if you're watching Monsterland around the world? But that's my book. Monsterland was so prophetic. Reptilians living inside the house. That's right. That's right. It's the truth. <laughs> Yo, if bros. anyone, 
conspiracies. Yo, the best conspiracy, no joke. And I have a, I have a top 10 list for this. I don't believe in this, but it's so great. Research flat earth. You literally think you're living on a flat earth after you listen to these people. It's great. And no, I don't think we landed on the moon. And I do not believe Lee Harvey killed JFK. Yeah, Tammy was referring to Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they made it. Unfortunately, not- we couldn't we couldn't do anything about it. So my my book is about a theme park with monsters and Monsterland on Hulu. I have no idea what it's about, but it has nothing to do with a theme park. A conspiracy, yeah, a conspiracy analyst. I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good name for a book, Sharon. I think who else did my Sharon leave a comment? Yeah, Sharon's somewhere along the way. She just said no idea, but I don't remember what you were asking it to. Yeah. Flat Earth. Oh, it's so good. It's fun to it's read about. Oh, so good. It's fun to to look into because, it's um, like, oh man, water does find its its level. Yeah, but yeah, so no, water listen, doesn't the curve. Earth, the earth, the Earth is round, right? The, we're we, we, we're, we're, we're on round. a marble. We're on a marble. Okay, yeah, I get it. Right. But just to think about the flip side of it, we're dinosaurs. A lot of, a lot of what they say makes sense. Yeah, and dinosaurs never existed. That I do believe. We went that, to, that I, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but I posted on Facebook and on LinkedIn. Um, we took our kids to this dinosaur exhibit at Jones oh Beach. We live God. on Long Island and it was, it was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. And you were locked in because it was done through cars and you're just like driving through things. And just like the way the dinosaurs were looking, we're like, did these things ever exist? Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. That I do believe. Yeah, call oh, me a knucklehead. Michael, call me a come on. No, you're a knucklehead. I don't think dinosaurs existed. I really don't. I really don't. I think it's a ploy. It was, you know, we only started finding them in the late 1800s. For for hundreds of thousands of years, there was never a dinosaur bone found. And they never actually found a full dinosaur. That's a great conspiracy. Look that up on YouTube. Unfortunately. Park, is it? No, but Monsterland is. Yeah, Sharon, there's less delays on YouTube. So if you go and watch our show on YouTube, it, it's it's quicker than Facebook. I like how she made that parentheses. That was very smart, Sharon. So come on, Michael. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Tell her. Tell her about um Michelle. Go ahead. There's a video on it called Dinosaurs Never Existed. It was brilliant. Is it, it by Eric so Dubay? Good. I think it was by Eric Dubay. The guy's a nut, right? He's absolutely I would love to get him on the show. He makes sense. I'm like, like, yeah, right. Yeah, the, the earth is flat. I read his books. They were genius. Any of this whole thing about how dinosaurs, I got to come up with. Uh, but he's also a vegan. Life. So that like kind of sketches me out a little bit. You know, <laughs> Don't say know. that. I want to try and get him on our podcast. I would love to do that. But he's a huge opposing, view, opposing viewpoints are fine. They've never found an actual dinosaur. Like they've never found a full full dinosaur. Everything is made in a factory in China. Every dinosaur bone in a museum is fake. It's made in a factory in China made of dog, chicken and pig bone. And. I'm telling you, I'm trying to remember. I haven't read the book in a while, but I was like, man, you know what? This is something I will get behind. Dinosaurs are bullshit. What's the first step in entering the zombie apocalypse? I think we're there, dude. Remember, do you guys remember when there were these people walking around the streets and they started eating people? That was when they were eating bath salt. Yes. Bath salts, right? Anything's possible. What's the first step? Get your ammo out. Aim for the head. Double tap. Double tap. Aim for the head. Car- double tap. Cardio. Zombie Land was a good movie. Cardio. Zombie Land. Cardio. <laughs> Aim for the head. 
Man, I'm I'm a sucker for zombie movies. Zombie movies are awesome. Rocky Horror Picture Show is all facts. That I mean, that's a late night double feature. Right over to the other right? side. Yeah. yeah, it's my Rocky favorite. Horror. One of my favorite movies and shows. I mean, I grew have you up watched on that. it lately? No, I would love to. You should. It was on. It was for sale. I bought it for like five bucks on Apple TV. You should wa- watch it with Hallie. Oh no, not watching that with Hallie. That's around the age that we started. You started like ten years old. Yeah, but she's my After daughter. It's not late happening. night. Double feature. Take it easy, Mike. Picture. We can show. entertain people, but not by singing. By RKO. What? Oh. I don't know what you're talking about, Sharon. Grand solar minimum. What are you going? We are going into a cold spell like wonder minimum. I don't know because the weather's been great. So. <laughs> well, I did hear from a few mediums that the polar ice caps are changing and melting and switching and all that shit. So. Come on, Michael. You and your conspiracy theory about dinosaurs. They have mastodons in Missouri. Come on. Please look at Dinosaurs Never Existed by Eric Dubai. On YouTube. On YouTube. If it's still there, I know they take his stuff down a lot because he's psychotic. And he, uh, I think he's like a a Holocaust denier or something. I saw one video of that and I was like, that's retarded. But this was to your singing, by the way, Michael. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I saw Rocky Horror in LA with Mike Rappaport and Melinda Casella at midnight. I think it was like in West Hollywood. That would actually be like a great thing. Zombie, zombie, dinosaurs? zombie dinosaurs. That would be like a Sharknado type thing. It would it's, be a great, cool. it's a great idea, Michelle. <laughs> zombies Z- and dinosaurs? The, the attack of the zombie dinosaurs. Or no, just like zombies versus dinosaurs. Maybe that's what killed the dinosaurs. Zombies. zombies. <laughs> that's a great, great book idea. Zombie v dinosaur, dinosaur v dino v zombie. Who I plays like pla- you? You play Plants vs Zombies. It's still my favorite airplane game. My kids and I will play next BLS party theme. Zombie. It's good. We, you know what? That's a great idea, William. That's we should we idea. should do we should do a Halloween Halloween party next October. Next time we're out in LA. No, which it's got to be in probably, October. yeah, oh, which yeah. will probably be around October. But we can do you know Halloween in the summer. I'll bet you every travel agent would get dressed. That up. would be amazing. William, remember yeah, William. that. That's really good, William. William Sanchez is one of the most smartest people I know. Which Rocky movie was the best? One. Actually, four was amazing with Ivan Drago. You know, <clears throat> I love I don't, Creed I don't know. I don't I I don't know how, how people are gonna take this, but I don't think I've don't seen say it. Don't say, I don't, it. don't say it. Don't say it. I haven't watched Rocky. Before my time, it came out in the 70s. I was born in 83. Yeah, but it's on Netflix now. You can go for an hour and a half. It's on, on Netflix? Yes. Yes, it's on okay, Netflix. Okay, I'll watch it. You must watch Rocky. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. And I won't lie, I just watched Rocky two months ago for the first time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 my dad, he didn't take you, Eric, but dad took me to see Rocky Four mm-hmm. versus Ivan Drago. And I remember that it's when Apollo Creed died. That was amazing. 1966. Michael seventy eight. Yep, I was eighty three. My, my 90s, wife was eighty one. Nineties kid. My wife was eighty four. See, you're missing out, man. You we're had the, all quarantine to watch. We're Rocky. the elder millennials. All right, what was your favorite movie, Tim? What was anyone's favorite movie? List it. Did we do this already? We I made think we did it already. already. Yeah, we did it. Skip that. Don't don't do that. Skip it. Don't. Yeah, I'm just repeating myself. 
Simon was born in 1826. <laughs> 1902. Welcome to the show, Simon. Thanks for listening. Simon's always uh, liking our stuff on LinkedIn. Really appreciate Simon. He's watching through YouTube, too. Yep. You graduated in 84. I like telling people that now when they're like, I was born in 1998. I'm like, that was my second year of college. Yeah. Sorry, Simon. You're an easy target. By the way, Simon, love what you're doing on LinkedIn. Everybody go follow Simon on LinkedIn. He puts out A plus content. One of the only other operators that are doing it right. Yep. So kudos to you. We see it. You're in Denver, right? I think he's in Denver. We see it. It's working. Excellent stuff. And let me see here. Willie asked, what inspired you to blow up BLS? Since the day I was born, it he was, was, he was trouble. trouble. There's Rocky Horror again. <laughs> um, oh my God, I, it was my dream, my personal dream to open up BLS in every city in, in all over the world. I, since I was a kid and I was always trying to push our dad to open up in cities. And it wasn't until we stumbled across Vegas He's like, fine, I'll do Vegas. But we had incorporations in God in in Miami. We were incorporated in Florida. We were incorporated. We were we went to Orlando. We were opening up BLS Orlando. We were going to open up BLS San Francisco. We were going to open up BLS New Orleans. And our dad just had cold feet every single time that we got to the eleventh hour. But with Vegas, he was full force, and that was uh that was a special project that him eric yeah. and i am you know but basically our dad you know when he was running the company he ran it in a way where he ran a private company and we had no salespeople, and he kept a mystique behind it where everybody knew who we were everybody knew bls that needed to know bls but no one knew anything about us and it worked and you know a week after he died um me michael and our mom got together and we're like okay what are we doing and we're like, should we just coast and keep doing what we're doing? And we said, no, let's let's go take this thing sky high. And that's how our podcast was born. That's how we started creating content online. Um, that's how we hired salespeople. We expanded like crazy. And I think we were going to open up in London. Yeah. And that's what inspired us. And and ultimately, William, inspiration, you know, to to make sure that everybody that works for us has a home. To make sure that our kids have a place to come where um, they have a great platform to do things that they want to do. When we open a BLS location, we consider it like a home. And the more locations we have, the more homes there are for people, the more people can grow their careers. And um, But I was always enamored with opening BLS all over the world since I was a kid. You know, I always said to mom, we should do Dallas, we should do San Francisco. Yeah, opening in Vegas was a an ongoing lesson. Still and it's is. definitely it's definitely runs like no other city. That was my MBA project when I was getting my MBA at CW Post in um, business management and uh, in finance and business management. And the final class of my MBA was I had to create a company with a group of group of um, you know classmates. And I was you know it was my final semester. It was like January to. Um, to May was the final semester. It was like February. It was Oscar night. And I was sitting in work. I was with Kevin. Kevin and I shared an office. Kevin's our CFO. 
And he, um, I was reading a lim the limousine magazine, the LCT magazine. At the end of it, at the back of it was like classifieds and it said Nevada limousine service for sale. And I jumped for joy. I was like, oh my God, a limousine service in Vegas for sale. We incorporated in Nevada in 1998. Call it, call it like, you know, kismet, call it like, you know, put on your vision board and one day you'll open there. But our family has always been enamored with that city. We love Las Vegas. We love everything about it. And, um, we contacted this guy. I called him. I said, uh, his name was Chris Burtonshaw, and he was the pilot for the president of Mandalay Bay. And he said he had this company called Admiral Limousine, and he didn't want to do it anymore. They had a 15-car license. And I wrote up a proposal for dad, and I wrote up a proposal for the team that I was doing the MBA class with, and I proposed to open up a limousine service in Las Vegas. And dad agreed. Mom agreed. And, uh, and I passed the class and I got my MBA and I'm looking at the diploma. It's right across from me over here. But, uh, yeah, we opened up in Vegas and it was, it was like a body slam. It was like, you think you're going to open up in a city and change it. Penn and Teller have a, a billboard on the strip. It might not be there anymore, but when you're driving into Vegas, Penn and Teller on the billboard and it says Vegas, Vegas won't Ve say it, Eric, Vegas won't change us. Okay. Vegas changed us because we tried to go to vegas and bring the new york and la style and this goes a big shout out to charlie horky charlie told eric and i you're in the city now there was a no it was the limo show in 2003 he said do not bring the new york and la style out here it will never work you will lose and we thought he was full of shit we thought he was bullshitting us where we know what we're doing we know what we're doing and it took and we bled they, they they body sent us. They pile drived us. We couldn't get an account of our life dependent on. We were on the verge of closing, until I said, "Just give me six months. Let me cold call." And I literally, from two thousand two to two thousand four, cold called every single hotel. And we're we're gonna be coming up our twenty year anniversary in Vegas. It's unbelievable, it's unbelievable, and um, and it's still great. Speaking of expansion, yes. We are in New Mexico, as a matter of fact. Yeah, and that was, we deal a lot with the entertainment industry. So if movies are being made, we're the ones making sure that the talent gets and the executives gets where they need to go. So we drive productions. Um, and, and we, we offer the tax credits to yeah, our and, clients. And, and we offer the tax credits. That's why we're open up in Atlanta, New Mexico, Chicago. Um, so yeah, we're open up in New Mexico so our clients can get the tax credits when they're filming their movies there. Read Williams' last two comments, please. Sure. Do you feel your writing took a backseat since you had to help with BLS? No, no. The writing, it, when when I was self-publishing, I was in control over my writing. If I wanted to put three, four books out a year, I could. Eric was designing the covers. Um, you and know, we, we would, would all have, we and, would read all the time together. We'd read know? all the time together, and I was doing BLS and growing Vegas and and expanding and whatnot. Um, and it's when I signed with Hollywood, I had now mind you, anyone that doesn't know me, I have an entertainment attorney, a powerful, I call her the Illuminati, a powerful entertainment attorney. Um, and she's a great woman. She's the closest thing to a mother I could possibly have. Um, and I have a manager and I have a literary agent in New York, a big hotshot literary agent in New York. And my manager's like this old school Hollywood uh, creative artist agent type. And uh, once I got into the Hollywood system, it's slow as molasses. Everything takes time. So I had no problem, um, you know, 
writing and just waiting and still doing BLS all day and night. Eric, Reed Listen, guys, there's, there's 20, there's 24 hours in a day, guys. Yeah. You know, you, you can have, you can do multiple things in between things. You can, you know, creating yep. content, doing things with BLS. It's, you know, it's all, it's all in the same. You know, I, I see no problem with multitasking. It's fun. Take William's last comment, please. Eric, is it hard dealing with all of Mike's knee-jerk reactions? I'm doing much better. He's doing much better. He's doing much better. And um, my brother and my mom and my wife taught me a ton. It's always a work in progress. No one's perfect. And it's, you know, listen, when, when I see, when I used to see something, if someone was trying to sabotage the company, my first thing was, you know, you know, I wanted blood because I saw that's how my dad reacted. And I thought that was the right way because he commanded respect and I wanted that same respect but I learned that wasn't the right way. Right. And these knee jerk reactions are, if, if I was operating at like an 89% level of knee jerk reactions, I mean, maybe I'm down to like maybe 11 or 12%. Now. He has his moments. He's way yeah. better, yeah. but you know, there's a yin and a yang to things. And for every knee jerk reaction that he has, he may very well be right. And while I'll be, I'll react slower or I'll react internally. Um, I may be thinking the same thing that he does, but Michael is wears his emotions on his sleeves much quicker than I can. But I think that's what makes our relationship work. I think that's what makes BLS work is that we, we work we balance, together all the we time. We balance each other out where Eric will be, you know, very blase about something. Or if Eric is so gung ho about something, I take the, the alternative and go, Eric, what did you, what did you do lately? Where you're like, we have to do this. 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 I don't remember. And I was like, just hold your horses let's see what this brings i don't remember but it was like it was it reversed. happens it was yeah. it was reversed yeah that's a see, good i think question. i think bill sees that with our phone calls you know we we talk to bill and and the ops team at least three days a week and um there's definitely a yin and a yang that that has to happen but i think in any business you have to have people with different strengths and weaknesses right? You have to have people that are analytical. You have to have people that are emotional. You have to have people that are compassionate. You have to have people that are jerks. You have to have all these different types of people to make a community, to make your company succeed. Yeah. And I I have been very, very um, aware of how my reactions could affect or how I'm looking when I have a reaction like that. And I, it was, it was, it was hard but it's i definitely learned it was that's a great question william because it's you know i'm not the same guy i was a year ago eric even said that to me when did you say it? like a couple days ago you're like you are not the same person you were a year ago yeah no definitely you know it's always a work in progress so let's see what else we got here you know i don't know if i'm getting all the comments um i feel like if i'm sharing it on your feed go to go to your feed mike where we're sharing the on, show on linkedin or on, on facebook and are people are we getting all the comments because i feel like we're not and if that's the case i may not be able to share it on your channel anymore i'm not 100 percent sure i see ruth wrote us gary gary and then jessica are we uh, so I'm, I'm not we're not seeing any of those right george george is watching you don't see that no so you're not getting the facebook comments not on your 
channel, which is unfortunate. So if you guys are trying to comment and you can't, um, and we're not responding, it's because we're not seeing it. You can go on YouTube um, and watch us there or uh, LinkedIn. You can go to, you can find my profile on LinkedIn or my profile on Facebook, but for some reason we're not seeing Michael's um, comments, which I'm I'm kind of bummed about. Yeah, see, I commented on Facebook and didn't go through, so I switched LinkedIn. Oh, I'm so bummed. No, Julie, I'm going to sleep soon. <laughs> I didn't sleep good last night. I was aggravated. Eric, how can we fix that on on Facebook? I don't know. Go contact somebody at Facebook. I have no, no but idea. my question is: so you're not seeing the people that I'm that that are on my thing? Yep. Yeah, really? the ones that are viewing it on your channel. Yeah. Yeah, it went through, but you guys didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm so bummed. So is there any way we could fix that? Or I just, it won't matter, so I'm not going to. Yeah, I mean, people are commenting there, but um, I can't necessarily see it. Maybe if I have it on your feed on my computer. Oh, you could do that. You could pull me up and just mute me on your thing. Yeah. Well, you didn't. You actually didn't get that many comments on yours, so I, I guess it's fine. Whatever. Not that. Not that popular. Um. Anyway. Not yet. Jonathan Dector was commenting on Facebook, Eric. But it may have been from my profile. Oh, I see. I think there may be a connection issue because on my computer, I'm logged in under my profile, so that may be the connection because I'm not logged in under your profile. So I may not be getting those comments, but it is live streaming there, but we're not getting the feedback, which so is... Then, so then I'll keep it up. So you know what? Let me keep it up on my Facebook. And then... And then I'll read you... you and then I'll read you comments from my Facebook, right? Sure. Why does you're it say... On, you're on Oak and Bros. Yeah, because I'm an admin on that. Yeah, so that's got to be it. So I'm just not going to share it to Michael's pages anymore. No, no, don't. No, I have to because I have a lot of people that... Uh, Michael isn't popular. You know, you're absolutely right. And everyone likes to bust my balls. It's so easy. It really is. So I've been reading a book called Know the Name, Know the Person. You might like to look into it when hiring. The author actually helps you for a fee to find the right people to hire. She is on YouTube. We have Bill Liggins for that. Bill Liggins is our HR director. And um, he is... Gary Glazer said on the Facebook, uh, this is more interesting than the debate. <laughs> This comment Hold on Michael's just, Facebook. Michael, One stop, it, stop interrupting me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just, let, me, let me finish with Tammy. Let me finish with Tammy. Sorry, Tammy. But yeah, we have Bill Liggins, and he is the most level-headed person, and um, he always takes the middle road, and that's what you need in an HR person. But I will totally check out that book. Thank you. Tim Wegman just wrote this comment on Michael's Facebook one, one minute ago. So I have to keep up my thing, right, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, and then, and, then you, and then you know what you can do, Michael? You can copy and paste that. You can make a comment from your side, and then I can post it. Man, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> make a page on Facebook and go live from there. Yeah, we are. We, we can't, but then we, we are, but, but we're, you know, like I have on Facebook, I have like 1,200 connections, and then Michael has 1,200 connections. We're building out our Oak and Bros Facebook page. 1,326. So 13 that should, yeah, that should, um, yeah, but then that means we won't get our YouTube We got to build audience. it out over time. No, we no, won't... it does. It does. Oh, it does? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Remember that voice? You know, a lot so yeah. So how's the debate guys? going? Is anyone watching the debate now with us schmuckos on on the on their phones while they're listening to Pence and Kamala debate? And if we're not replying back to you, um, go to a different channel. Go to go to YouTube or something. I only had four comments. It was Tim, Jessica, Gary, and Gary that I saw. Yeah, and I didn't see any of those. But would there be more? It would just be the four comments. Um, Tim, I bought it a little while ago. I, I think we're paying for like the the biggest one. I think it's like twenty five dollars a month or something. Streamyard's incredible. Streamyard's awesome. Streamyard's great. We can put banners. Okay, bros. And uh, if you all should look, um, look up travelagainproject.org and you should join if you're in the travel industry and show your support um mike mccormick who's a former president of the gbta uh for eight or nine years uh he started this new project to help spread the word to get people comfortable with traveling again especially in the business community and um hashtag travel again I like that, Jonathan. Michael, what are you doing? I'm responding to someone's comment. I watched the debate when it replays on SNL. I watched Saturday Night Live this past Saturday night when Jim Carrey was Joe Biden. That was the first time I've watched SNL in about 25 years, and it was hysterical. It was so funny where he muted Trump. He muted Alec Baldwin. That shit was funny. <laughs> and uh, what is your microphone and headphones? Get Anthony using? on. Yeah, um, the microphone is a Shure microphone, S-H-U-R-E. It's the same thing that Gary V uses and um, Joe Rogan. But I don't know if he's going to... Oh, shit. Oh, you broke it? Yeah. Anthony! <laughs> Anthony! Anthony, I need you to come to my house right now. <laughs> oh, man. Anthony! You'll no, fix, I'll fix it. it. I'm going to fix it. I'm better fix it. Right it. should just be the Michael Oaken show at this point. I may have to disconnect it. So, Mike, you're on your own. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> ask a question. Eric, can they ask a question on Facebook? I commented on Eric's. Lauren Cap wrote, do you guys see this? Now we do because I have my Facebook open. So now I can see you guys people hear me? leaving comments. No, can no, Eric, no, Eric, we don't hear you. <laughs> no, no, Eric, we I don't fixed hear you. it. No, no, um, headphones, I don't know. I think these are just amazon headphones but um lauren cap commented on us right Eric, did you see that because i yeah i see lauren cap okay so eric's maybe not working because she said that uh all right let's see here get some duct tape it fixes everything i fixed it it just had to be screwed back in eric's very handy eric was always handier than i okay, was for the bloopers yeah that's funny Whoop. yeah is anyone watching the debate? It's just, I just, I, I, I always, I'm always playing with it. I mean, Almost like hundred episodes in, Tim. Like I'm always like fixing the knobs and yeah, I, I mess Mine's with it too much. Fuck. Yeah, stop cursing. Yeah, you guys, what do you think? Yes, cursing. No cursing. Our mom says I, no. Our wives I say like no. It. I like it. I think it adds flavor to the. Do you think it's show. off color? I say I we shouldn't. Show. Did you get Lauren Caprioli's uh, comments? I don't know. You can scroll there too, right? Can't no, you see everyone's comments? Not on yours. Oh. 
I, I saw her commented. Um, this is the last thing I got from Lauren Cat. Okay, Lauren, Eric did not get any of your uh, stuff on Facebook. Yeah, I'm so bummed. Cursing adds authenticity. Exactly. Fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck. Well, don't. A few curse words, okay. Thank you, Shannon. I think it could be like juvenile sometimes. Yeah. When Just it's think overdone. like what would Bob Iger do? Like Bob Iger wouldn't be on Masterclass going, fucking Disney, man. Fucking Disney. Like we want to be as professional as Bob Iger or try to be. He's certainly not telling stripper Cursing stories. is more authentic. Exactly. Thanks, Tim Eric. said, there have been studies that have shown people who curse tend to be more honest and are considered more trustworthy. Well, our father was probably the most honest and trustworthy person <laughs> on planet Earth because he cursed over everything. I like the paprika spice, no censorship. Willie, give everyone your gamer tags. So everybody play Call of Duty with you. Chili Willie. Chili Willie 22. Still the best gamer tag of all time. That and Big Trav. Mine's Uplift R. The word Uplift and the letter R. That, for everyone to remember reference, was a 311 album, Uplifter. Big all 311. About, all about the positivity. Anyone else out there like 311? The people from the 60s are going to be like, what's 311? Sometimes you need a good F-bomb. Green yeah. Michelle. Yeah, I think when it's in the right context, it's good. Yeah. But I think with that, we're done. We're leaving I'm, our audience with you want to watch the debates, though. right? You want to run to your bedroom and watch watch Penn's debate. Is I'm I'm serious now. Is anyone watching the debates? Anyone? I know I've asked that like four or five times. Tammy said earlier, which I think it's just going to depend upon who you're going to vote for. Everyone, I think, has preconceived notions, but Pence is murdering her. Well, I mean, you're probably a really big Trump Pence guy, uh, lady. Yeah. Lauren likes 311. 311 rocks. Best concert, one of the best concerts I've ever seen, was with Eric. We went to GameWorks in Las Vegas. What, what debate? debate? <laughs> exactly. Oh, if Pence is murdering her. I want to see this. There we go, Jeff. Favorite Love band ever. Favorite band. They're so good. Tool's my favorite band ever. But 311 comes up in the top five. Yes, sir. What do you say? Nothing. Just checking something with business. You have more? I tried to get you to debate Mexican food. Best nachos on planet Earth is Margaritaville. There's, you know, there's no question. Volcano nachos. Thank Fuck you, Jeff. no, Oakenberg. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. I think now we know who Jeff's voting for. <laughs> Super fans, love Super it. Fans, really. Yeah, if you guys that. haven't already on Facebook, we created the Oaken Bros group. Um, if you all could join that, that would be awesome. I just saw a notice on my feed that Jeff just joined the uh, Oaken Bros. Well, as a matter of fact, Tim, um, one of the last times we were in LA, we threw a a party for the employees, and we got a taco truck, and it was amazing. It was like it was really something good. that Guy Fieri would go to, Guy Fieri would go to and just like eat tacos. They had like this, the chicken was yellow. I don't know what, I don't know what that spice is. I don't, ask William. Yeah, William. Um, William's a great cook. Uh, but yeah. Never, cooked, was, never cooked for us. Never offered us anything from his barbecue. And we've seen him like you know three dozen times last year. Never came and said, I made these tacos last night. Please try a bite. 
but it's all good. It's fine. I'm glad I didn't have a knee-jerk reaction. That's right, cumin on those tacos. I thought that said something completely different than cumin. <laughs> I got on the phone. I'm like, why is Eric pulling that up right now? But Tammy, yes, cumin is Michael, a good spice. I don't know what was in my head. I think you're delirious right now. It was, it was a long day. Yeah. With that, guys, I'm peacing out. Thank done, you all. It. Thank you all for tuning in. For the first timers, people who are just coming by, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Are we going to try to get Mom on next week to do some psychic readings? I think she's got two more, two or three more um, lessons with, with psychics. But yes, she's going to be on. And she is taking this psychic thing pretty seriously. If anybody would like to be read, reach out to us. And um, she's uh, she's doing it as another side gig, side hustle. So she's helping people a lot. Um, if anyone's interested in being read. She's the real deal, guys. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn. And um, we'll get you all in contact. And uh, you got any more? Are you done, Eric? Any more? Anything exciting? People are. Jeff doesn't want us to sign off. No. So stay on. We will talk about. Willie's giving us a peace out With, sign. I want to eat Willie's taquitas. Bill saying good night. I think I'm good. Everybody, we love you all. That was a great podcast, everyone. Thanks for joining. Like, subscribe, leave comments. Join our Facebook page. Dinosaurs never existed. The stripper the stripper story was the most embarrassing story. We're doing a recap right now. We should have a recap show. I'm telling you, she pulled the way. I need an I need an editor in the worst way. This is so hard. I need an editor. Anybody out there want to edit our videos for free? Because we can't pay anybody right now. We'll give nice crisp high fives. When we see you, <laughs> great job! Great job! We'll give a nice pat on the back. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Give you about 50, 60 hours worth of work to do a week <laughs> for free. <laughs> anyway, we love you all. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thanks for joining in. We and uh, we will it. be live next Wednesday. And we changed the release schedule, releasing an interview every Sunday. And then we're going to make clips for it all week. And then we're going live on Wednesday. And then we're going to re- release some clips about the live show through the weekend and everyone tell your friends to watch us yeah tell tell your friends that oaken bros is your voice we're helping everyone out that we can want to connect you cool one guys eric you're the bomb dude love you my brother good night back to insurance antonella if you would love to be read um we're gonna we're gonna promote it when mom comes on yeah um when mom comes on the next couple weeks find me on linkedin eric oaken on linkedin and connect with me and if you don't have linkedin i'm on facebook eric oaken on facebook and i will connect you to her or if you want to just wait to be read on air yeah or yeah or if you want to be or if you want to wait possibly in a few weeks um she'll be live and she'll do live readings on our show so are people, love people no we're done yeah i'm done love you all good night Yo, everybody. like subscribe leave comments we love you all see you guys next wednesday peace out bye